that you ever um, you ever walk through something and then. Come on, come on. And it was good. And it was, were you at Pastor Monica? So good. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, you ever just, let me just say what I love about Elevate. It's like there's a comfort level. And, you know, we talk about being out of your comfort zone, but there's just a, when you come on Sunday night to this gathering, it's like you're not worried. I don't know what it is, family, about Sunday morning. But people just worry about, ah, you know, it's, we got to get out of here or somebody's not, their shoes don't match or something like that. But Sunday night, man, you just come in this house and just worship. It's so good. And um, I just want to share something tonight and be a little vulnerable if I can. I don't want you to make fun of me any more than you normally would. Um, but... Uh, you ever just do something or you're faced with something or you see something and God just immediately speaks to you and says, hey, is this not a truth or is this not something that I'm working on with you? Is this not something that, you know, that I've taught you or showed you? And so tonight I want to talk to you um, really briefly. This is something that you've heard so many times before, but I want to just share it again because some of us are dealing with fear tonight. And so, listen, I want to one reason, some of y'all got on to me earlier about being late to church, and I'm the pastor, but I just want to, I've got a little object lesson I want to show you tonight, and so, um, see this, yeah, listen, some of y'all been passing notes, and pastor knows, all right, so, this is an Easton softball bat. And it is the most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay? Listen, and I've seen my mother-in-law when the saints are losing. All right? I love you, G. I love you, G. Listen, so <laughs> let me just read from Proverbs. Uh, Proverbs 29:25 says this. The fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. Somebody say safe. Somebody say it like an umpire would. Oh my goodness. Y'all know we was playing, listen, well, we weren't playing no baseball, but somebody was all day yesterday. We was at T-ball tournaments. Listen, uh, afterward, uh, some of you may not know, but we've got a, uh, there is a co-ed uh, softball. What? There's a, listen, there's a co-ed softball tournament that's going to happen. And some of our church members are just crazy enough to be all kind of excited about it. And so I went and I bought this bat and I said, man, I would really love to make a touchdown. I would really love to try really hard. And so, and I, I went to the, um, I went to, leave me alone. I went to the uh, whew, I went to the batting cages. We got some batting cages over on the old the old nine and ten year old field, and 
and I got a tee. I was by myself, and, and I set that thing up, and, and I got my bat all ready, and I, and I was standing there, and I, I, I felt like maybe I was, I watched the video on YouTube first. It's okay. And I thought, you know, I feel like I'm okay. And I swung my bat, and my back said, don't do that again. And I was like, shut up, back. You don't know nothing. And so I swung it again. And uh, anyway, I was hurting for like an entire day. And I thought I was probably severely injured. But so we went after, uh, we, went, we went through some t-ball tournaments. It was great. Kids did a great job. Um, did a really, really great job. And uh, so we went after, and uh, we got Pastor Jason and uh, Miss Kim and Aubrey to come out. And I just want to just love on the uh, Fitzgerald family because all three of them almost died during that practice. Um, but anyway, so, I, so we went out there and, and uh, Jason said, hey, pitch to me. And I was like, no. <laughs> because I was so scared, Jennifer, that he was going to hit that ball. And I wasn't, it, it was going to come right to me and hit me right in my face. I just knew it, Ty. I just knew it was going to come and murder me. All right? And so I was so scared. And he said, well, I'll pitch to you. And so he got up there and he threw the ball to me. And I was just like, no. I was scared I was going to hit him. Your fear will restrict what you're doing. Right? I was so scared. Man, I was pacing back and forth. I said, man, I don't like this game. Man, I don't like. Kim was hitting and I was, man, I don't like this game. Man, I don't like this game. I was praying in the spirit, man, because I didn't want somebody to get their entire head imploded by a softball. So, anyway, um, but we practiced for a little bit, and we had a little bit of fun. And uh, Jason said something to me. He said, man, you're going to have to face your fears. And I was like, I'm the preacher. I'm supposed to say stuff like that. He said, you have to face your fears, man. And so after I paced and prayed the Spirit for a little while longer, I went over there and I tried my little best to throw him some. And you know what? Let me just, let me just tell you something, church family. After I threw him some, he started hitting them. I started feeling pretty good. Can I just tell you something tonight? Your fear can restrict your future. And your fear, when you begin to just push through your fear, you still might be scared. But when you begin to push through that fear, can I just tell you that some doors start opening up? That some cool things start happening? Don't worry about that. We're, I'm up here. Can I just tell you that the goodness begins to start overflowing? That God can do great things through you if you are just brave enough to try. God can do some amazing things if you are just brave enough to have a little faith. Come on, somebody. Listen, there's a lot of people. Somebody got a TikTok. There's a lot of people in the, in the Bible that God wanted to use, and they were really afraid. And they even told him, God, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to do this thing you've asked me to do. But what does God say over and over and over again to his people? What does he say? Don't be afraid. I'm with you. 
there's a there's a group that sings. Uh, they're they're like a children's group. Me and the kids love listening to, and they just basically they sing Bible verses, and so they sing from Deuteronomy, and they sing, uh, "Don't be terrified because of them, for the Lord your God is with you." Church family, let me just tell you something right now, especially you young people. You have so much potential. Yeah, God has so many plans that are so good. You've just got to be a little brave. Listen, we like to talk about faith. Faith takes a little bravery. Come on, can I just say that? You've got to be a little brave. So look, the fear of man lays a snare. What happens when you get, let me just tell you this, my, my child, he's a sweet boy. His name is Jonah, but he is dangerous. Y'all pray for your pastor. And I don't know if you have ever become tangled up in a rope in the dark at three o'clock in the morning in your own garage, but it is frustrating. And my son, he, uh, he found a um, stinking, one of those leashes that, that, you know what I'm talking about, it, you, you push the button and it just keeps going or it comes back. And he realized, hey, there's a lot of rope in this thing. And so he went and he got, oh boy. He got my push mower. He ran around the push mower a few times. He went over to my motorcycle. He ran it around the motorcycle a couple times. He looked, he said, that's pretty good, but I could do more. He got a lot of potential, y'all. He went over to the Ford Explorer, ran it around the mirror, went back to the lawn mower, and just tangled it up. And he looked back and he said, it is good. And so I work an on-call job. Sometimes I get up and leave in the middle of the night. Well, I got up and left, and uh, I was kind of in a hurry. You know, I'm going to just be honest with you. If I get up at 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm trying to get right back to my bed real quick, okay? And so I got up, and I left, and our, our garage light, Ty, has some issues. Sometimes you, push, you, you flip that thing, and it is... It, it takes a minute, okay? It's, I didn't have a minute, and so I, turned, I flipped the little switch. The light didn't come straight on. So I went on through, and y'all, let me just tell you, I got all kinds of tangled up in something. And I didn't know if Spider-Man was coming after me or what was happening. Man, I, it was bad news, you guys. And, and I just, I, I, I fell all the way down, and I, I got up, and then all of a sudden the light came on, and the light was like, Hey, you need some light? And I was like, not anymore. And so I got up. I said, man, and I knew immediately, my children. <laughs> and I was mad. And so I just took that mower, and I just, with all of my might, I, re- I got everything, and I just, I thought it was all untangled. I pushed the mower, and that thing was still wrapped around my leg. Whew, it was tough. You don't want to be ensnared in anything, guys. You don't want to be ensnared. Do you know if an animal gets caught up in a snare, they will do everything they can to get out of it. You have to have a certain kind of snare trap nowadays because if certain animals get stuck in it, they will literally chew their foot off to get out of it. When you're trapped in something, it's bad news. 
And let me tell you, there's a lot of us that get so afraid of so many different things, of failure. Some of us are afraid of success. We're afraid if I do this, I might excel, and then I'll have to keep going. I've seen a lot of people, especially a lot of daddies, just fall apart because they were so afraid of the pressure of keeping going. Listen, fear stifles. It stops progress. And that's not what God wants for our lives. Now, let me just tell you something. I want to make a little clarification here. There's a difference between warranted and unwarranted fear. If your mom gets a piece of wood and it's got holes drilled in it, fear is warranted. Put your hand down. But if you hear the voice of some unclean spirit telling you to stop because you can't go any farther, fear is unwarranted because your God who loves you has told you better and has told you to not be afraid of those things, to not be afraid of that failure because he is with you every step of the way. Y'all, I want to tell one more silly story on myself, and then I'm going to get ready to wrap this up. Brittany and I, when we were youth pastors, thank you so much for trusting us with your teenagers for all those years. We had so much fun. Y'all, one time a parent called me and they said, who all's going on this trip? You know, in Louisiana, if someone texts you and say, who all going to be there? That means if you say the wrong name, they ain't coming. So <laughs> this parent called me and they said, who all will be going on this trip? And I said, me and my wife, Brittany. She said, are there any real adults going? And I said, no. Her kids didn't get to go. Anyway. <laughs> One of the funnest things, we were, Brittany and I were, we were driving home from uh, Lafayette the other day, and by the way, uh, District Council was amazing. Uh, God just moved, come on, so good, and uh, the amazing crawfish, by the way. Uh, but it was just good, man. What a refreshing time. But we were driving home, and, and I said, Brittany, what was the funnest thing we did in youth ministry? And she said, I think it was when we took the kids to Florida. Because we did, we took the kids to Florida one year because a lot of these kids had never experienced anything like that. And we said, dude, we would love to just take you down there. It was great. And uh, they just had an amazing time. But when we took them down there, we swam with stingrays in a big pool. I don't like stingrays because Steve, you know. And I was, uh, I was in this pool. Let me just tell you something. Sometimes you get afraid of something that can't even hurt you. Sometimes you get absolutely terrified by something that cannot affect you. And you let the, that fakeness freak you out to such a point that you just stop. That you just don't do anything else. You don't progress. You don't grow. You don't serve in the church the way 
that you know God's calling you. You don't go after that degree that you feel led to go for. You don't go for that job that you feel like God wants you to go take because you're afraid. And a lot of times, family, you are afraid of nothing. So let me tell you what happened. Have me a snorkel. And I'm just chilling with my snorkel, and I'm floating around. I'm pretty, I'm pretty buoyant. And so I'm floating. I didn't say you could laugh. And so, go ahead. I was just floating around, and I'm looking at all these little stingrays, because these tiny baby stingrays, all right? They ain't going to hurt nobody. And all of a sudden, I was looking at this huge rock, and I was like, man, that rock looked kind of like a stingray. And I realized it was what they call a southern uh, I can't remember the full name. They call it a southern stingray for short. These things got a wingspan of about five and a half feet. And it was directly under me. And I said, no, not today, Satan. And I immediately began, my body just began to have a full panic attack. My fight or flight instinct was saying, we ain't fighting him, we flying. And run. I needed to run away. You can't run on water. We ain't Peter, you know. And so I just began to paddle as fast as my little paddles would go. Little penguin feet, you know. And I tried to get out of there. And I was like, Lord, don't let him get me. And I realized, wait, he ain't got no stinger. So I floated for a little bit. And I looked up. Some of my youth kids were looking at me like, Pastor, what are you doing? And I was like, mind your business, fool. And so, but, you know, I meant to do that. I was aerobics, you know, swimming is an exercise. Shut up. So listen, sometimes you get paralyzed by something that's not even a problem for you. Sometimes you get so wrapped up in somebody else's mess because you ain't minding your bit. You. That ended my notes. <laughs> oh, boy. This is what happens on Sunday nights. Listen, listen. Sometimes you get over here and get messing in other people's stuff when you should have been praying about other people's stuff. Listen, God didn't say you can't know about somebody else's problem. He just said you don't need to become somebody else's problem. All right? And so what am I saying? I'm saying you need to stop letting things that aren't hurting you that aren't even your issue, paralyze you. Because there's some of us in here, you're flirting with that stuff. You're getting close to it. Stop. Stop doing that. We're getting way off of fear right now. Listen. Listen, fear is a liar. You ever been lied to? You ever been lied to? It hurts your feelings. It makes you frustrated. A lie is a lie. A lie is a lie. One thing that we try to be really serious with with our kids is don't lie to mom and dad. One time, um, one of my kids had, had made a mistake, and uh, something was altered beyond repair. It's okay. That's what Walmart's for. And they were so scared that when I began, I knew it happened. I mean, your parents, you know, like you've, and it freaks them out too. Like when you come in and you're like, hey, I know that that happened. They're like, how do you know that? You know, and I said, hey, I know this thing happened. 
and I know you lied about it. Can we talk? And y'all, that's what fear does. Fear will get you so messed up. But can I tell you, there was no reason for that child to fear because dad wasn't mad. Dad wanted to help. Dad wanted to teach. Some of us get so scared and so messed up in our stuff, we don't even call on our daddy that's in heaven that can fix those problems. You got to do that. You got to do that. So fear, fear is a liar. Let me tell you what John says. The devil uses fear. It is based in lies. The devil is the father of all lies, Sue. If he can lie to you and get you to listen just a little bit, then he can do a lot of damage. Fear's a liar. First John says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. Let me read the first part of that again because it's so good. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. First lady, could you come and back me up for just a minute as we close? Um, family, I just want you to know tonight that you are loved in a way that I can hardly articulate. I can try. I can say, hey, man, God loves you more than you understand. But that's about it. I'm a nerd. I love looking at his face. Piper asked me Friday night. She said, Dad, can we just, can we stargaze? And I was like, look at you, my little nerd. Come on. But, y'all, I like to look up at those stars and think about this. That the one who placed them exactly where they should be knows my name. And when I think about the vastness of creation, not just this, this little this little blueberry we all live on that's floating around in space. But when I think that he knows every star by name, that he put them right where they have to be for everything to work exactly the way it does. I think about that big God that loves me, knows me, family, calls me friend. Fear? has to take a back seat. When you think about the greatness of God and the love that is eternal, that is ultimate, that ultimate love, fear, you gotta go. No place here. My grandpa used to say, hit the road, Jack. No place here fear you have no place in my heart would you stand with me tonight I just want to pray a blessing over you God you're so good fear you have no place in our hearts I rebuke a spirit of fear that has been plaguing some of my friends and some of my family in the name of Jesus, 
You have no place in their minds. You have no place in their hearts. You have no place in their households. There will only be the spirit of the one true God that is life-giving and empowering. You must go. Church family, it's up to you now to walk in peace, not in fear. And whenever fear begins to try to set up camp in your house, in your family, in your marriage, when you're looking at the future and you say, I don't know if we can make it. And fear begins to try to push hope out of the way. I want you to stand on the promise of God that he loves us and that perfect love casts out all fear. God, we accept your word today. Holy Spirit, I just pray that you surround us as we rise up in the morning, as we lay down in the evening. God, as we fellowship, as we love, as we travel, as we learn. Holy Spirit, be with us. Bring peace not fear. We pray all these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Church family, I love you.